what to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know That was great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Prestige with my partner in crime Long Island Rays, Elm City made, EZ Blues is in the building. EZ Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have this today on Behind the Brand? It is in those moments when it seems the darkest, where we can rely upon the soundtrack of our life to guide us through. Whether you were lost at sea and praying for the siren song, or you just really miss that special someone. And that one track brought her to you or brought him to you or brought them to you. Whoever, it's cool. Music has been one of the most important things. I tell people all the time, there are only two universal languages, mathematics and music. And that's because an A, a tuning A to be specific, goes at, 440 in frequency, whether you are in America or 441, depending on, uh, depending on, on the actual aspect. In America, whether you are in Afghanistan, whether you are in Russia, or whether you are on Mars, it is still the same frequency. And that is why music is so super important. There are studies that it can stimulate the brain. There are also studies that it fully reminds us that we have a heart. And today we have an incredible, absolutely amazing singer-songwriter who understands exactly how important music is. And that is why she's here with us today. I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. Please keep your hands at 10 and two because we don't need any accidents. But mentally, you can put your hands together for the phenomenal Amanda Bright. How you doing, Amanda? Welcome, benvenue. Hey. How are you? Thank you for having me on here. It's really great to see you again, and uh, and I'm doing well. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's also kind of nervous, but yeah. No, 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 no. First, you're just hanging out with homies. This is this is this is the most right. relaxed and amount biggest amount of fun you're going to have for today. Tomorrow you'll have more fun, but today this is it. This <laughs> is me and Prestige rocking and rolling. But so people might not know who you are, and if they have been living under a rock, which it happens, you know. <clears throat> there's actually better rent. There's actually much better rent living under a rock than there is like, uh, you yeah. know, living anywhere else. Um, so how did you start on this amazing journey of, you know, being a broke musician? I mean, being a musician. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I've been a musician since I was probably five years old. Um, the first song I ever really heard was the Pokemon theme song. Um, if anyone's heard it, like the, I want to be the very best. Dun, dun, dun. And like, it just like spoke to me so much because I loved how like the patterns of the song, like how the verse is here and the chorus mm -hmm. is here. It's like mm -hmm. almost like a roller coaster track. Like it takes you on a mental ride. And like ever since then, I've been like so into just like writing songs and like building tracks, like it makes sense and it's safe, but it also takes you to like a new place depending on the song. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I don't know, I've just been like writing ever since then. And I've only started to really promote my music in the last couple of years, you know? So yeah. Okay. I hope so, that yeah. No, 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 that, that, that worked out perfectly. And, and I love that, you know, one, 
you know, Pokemon inspired you and, and Pokemon inspired me, but that was really just to make money because I would, you know, steal Pokemon cards and sell them to my friends, but that's completely <laughs> different. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's, I love how also you pointed out the structure of the track made it feel like a roller coaster because there are many different ways to evoke emotion in art. And there's many different ways to evoke emotion in music. Um, yes, yeah. lyric, lyrics are important. I mean, you know, all lyrics are absolutely amazing, but um, really the music goes toward getting. Yeah, exactly. The music goes towards conveying that point. Like it, it supports the lyrics. You know what I mean? Like every part of it is like contributing to conveying that message and like spreading those feelings. And I also love what you said a few minutes ago about like how math is related to music, you know, mm-hmm. like that logic and that emotion like it's something that clicks in your brain you know it's something that like I don't know helps explain the world to you kind of and like keeps you going like I don't know like yeah <laughs> well it's it, it's interesting because actually it's something that I highlight at all times is, is math and, and music go hand in hand um you know totally. because not only throughout history uh Pythagoras is actually the person who came up with the mathematical equation to understand string tension so we have chords because of Pythagoras. Yeah, I know way too much information, just so you know. Um, you know, and also like John Lennon really only uh, learned how to play chords and to know what chords went in what structure by using actual mathematics. Um, you know, That's I so personally, cool. yeah, I personally wrote a, a four part harmony piece um, just using mathematical equations. Um, oh, cool. and it was, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's super interesting. But Isn't enough about me. It's great that it More. works so well. Yes. Sorry, but... Yeah, it also, it's also amazing that it works so well. It's also amazing that, you know, more than likely I was writing lyrics in math class. So it only makes sense <laughs> to me. Um, yes. But um, your writing process, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people understand that, you know, songs do break down into that ABBA, you know, ABA uh, aspect, which ABA, for those that don't know, is like verse, chorus, verse. Um, but yeah, you know, there are a bunch of different ways, right? Yeah. There, there, there is a, a bunch of different ways to structure. Do you particularly stay with the traditional or do you like to, um, mess with your listener? Okay. A little bit of both. Cause when I was a kid, I wanted to get good at songwriting. That was my main goal. So I was very strict about having it be section by section, like the structure of a pop song intro verse pre-chorus chorus verse pre-chorus chorus bridge chorus outro but mm-hmm. when I got to like my late teens and 20s it was like I'd been writing songs for a while already so I felt like comfortable experimenting and like trying new things like in the 2010s there was this huge trend of like a soft chorus and a loud verse and I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting so uh for the song that you guys are actually going to play today I like put that into the format of a rock song and tried mm-hmm. like oh what if there was a riff that was that started the same every time but it ended a little differently in an unexpected way um so I guess it depends like when the song is from that we're talking about my early songs are really strictly structured my later ones are more experimental that's actually the perfect answer I love that because it shows the growth Thanks. of the songwriter as well and you know, it also, again, breaking down to math and, and music, in music theory, you spend three years learning all the rules there is to writing music and to how music could be, 
you know, taken care of on like that neoclassical, classical type of way. But then that fourth year, you learn how to break all those rules. And that might be some of the most fun, you know, especially when you realize you were breaking those rules before. You just didn't know (laughs) there was a word for it. You thought you were special. And meanwhile, you were just, you know, Mozart B12. Um, So it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I had a teacher once that said, like, your job is to forget everything you know, but like still learn as much as you can. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you temporarily forget the theory so you're not limited, but then you have it in the back of your mind to like help you out if you need it. But like you're not supposed to like limit yourself to only strict rules. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm agree, not... but I'm saying it in a long way. No, <laughs> first of all, I, I, I love elongated answers. Second of all, was that the first time you realized that professor was smoking pot? And third of all, um... <laughs> no, I think today is the first time I realized that. <laughs> Oh, there, you, oh, there you go. Uh, you, you, you were this many years old when you found that out. Yeah, um, I was today <laughs> years old when I figured out that teacher was smoking. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's, it's, it's great when you actually meet your heroes. It's fantastic. <laughs> My but, hero no, it, being weed. No, just kidding. <laughs> wow. I mean, no. that's usually the next show. But that's fine. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Cannabis Corner, you're, you're early. You're early. It's fine. But Cannabis well, Corner's up next on the same station. So you, 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 you can listen. Actually, usually that's Mondays. Oh, wait. oh, oh today's not okay. Monday? Today's not Monday. All right. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Go me. Oh, well, uh, today's not Monday. It's okay. It's well, okay. Look, but you also have to understand, Plugo. we've been doing most Fridays pre-recorded because of different type of things. But, you know, um, we had this time to be available. So we're doing a, a live show on a Friday and it's a little different sometimes. That's cool. All. Yeah. But in the interest of authenticity, I should admit that I don't even smoke. It's just that a lot of people I know do. And so mm-hmm. I know like the patterns around me, you know what I mean? Like, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're there for those, you're there for those high conversations, but you're there sober is what you're saying which yes. that's, that's pretty dope. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I, some people might say prestige has a lot in common with that. Some people might not. Um, <laughs> Very but, prestigious indeed. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, now, as you are continuing to evolve and, and morph into the artist you're going to be, um, are there still kind of heroes or are there still like examples? Is there still like, have you hit that perfect song spot yet? Like, you know, um, Otis Redding's Respect, you know, those songs that you've held in that top high quality, the ones that you measure your songs against, have you hit that yet on any level? And what um, song would that be? Oh, um, like some of the favorite songs that I've ever written. Um, yeah, and, I guess. And, yeah. Well, I mean, one of them has to be the wrong direction. Um, it's it's one of the singles that I have out so far, and there are only mm-hmm. a few. It's the one with like a blue sky and like a pink arrow, if you ever find it on streaming somewhere. Um, okay. But when I first wrote that song, I was really excited about it because not only did it follow like my structural rules and stuff, but it was kind of like an innovative sound at the time. Like I wrote it back in 2007 and I like classified the 
radio was being divided in two halves, which were like rock pop songs and hip hop pop songs. And mm -hmm. this song was like the first instance where it ever really combined those sounds. Like it was supposed to have real drums and guitars, but also a lot of string samples and a lot of like, I don't know, like kind of experiments with harmony a little bit because mm -hmm. I took it was almost like an AI wrote it like I took it like the patterns of a typical riff from back then which would be like oh over a minor chord but my passion made it go up more so into like an oh and I don't know like mm -hmm. it was something that was like weird and unheard so far but also catchy and I don't know it's it's one of my favorite songs I've written especially in the category of those that I have finished recording. So if you want to check yeah. out my song, The Wrong Direction, it was from what I consider the peak of my writing, which was when I was a tween, even if that is sad, but I still like that song to this day. <laughs> okay, well, so first of all, it, it's not sad. It's, no, it's, you know, the, the, a lot of, um, like, I, I'll be honest, I still go and, and look at some of the writings that I've done you know, as a teenager and see if, if they still make sense right now. And if they do, they'll be part of a song. Um, yeah. It's nice to have it, old ideas and just like use right. them. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's also some of that, some of the times where I think we were the most raw, um, you know, where we we're just going to write just to write it out. We, we, we weren't as, as beaten as, as, as we are say today. Um, exactly. Yeah. So. There's a lot of, a lot more in, I mean, a lot more sincerity in mm -hmm. earlier stuff. Yeah. Right. Totally good. Not not that not that we're all, you know, not being sincere today. I mean, Prestige's last track about, you know, rolling on twenties and uh, you know, having seventeen platinum chains. That was very true. Right, Prestige? Yeah, yeah. You're not lying. My life. Uh, As I got easy laughing on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. The great Amanda Bright is with us stay on behind the brand. Amanda, for you personally, what's the most difficult thing about being a musician? The most difficult thing? Um, people expecting you to do things other than music. Because mm. okay. there's, I mean, I think Whatever. that I'm like, sorry, what? I said just to elaborate, that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so there, uh, I think that I'm like pretty inclined to like see things in a certain way where like I can turn experiences like into music and all I really want to do is focus on that and get better at it and, and promote it more and stuff. But then there are people around you that pressure you to do things that they think will be easier for your life that will immediately make more money in like the current day or like stuff like that but like honestly it's more difficult for me to do those things so all it does is delay you know mm -hmm. my progress in life and I think that you know when someone is a musician and they really are passionate about it like a good thing to do is understand where they're coming from and just try to like I don't know, encourage them to get better at something and realize that it is a career like any other career, you know? The more time you spend just focusing on something and getting better at it, the more successful you're going to be rather than trying to, like, stack, like, stagger it here and there between other interests, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I just wanted to jump on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You Um, can relate more. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that. I call it um, loving generational trauma, you know, because Mm -hmm. parents want nothing but the best for their kids, but they want, you know, and it's, you're constantly at this point of who you want to be versus who they want you to be um, in life. And it's both coming from a loving aspect, but you really have to hit that point, point of compromise or that pure point of understanding. Um, It's something that never goes away. Just so you know, it never goes away. Um, well, and here, the more people here's my attempt. Life. Yes. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt no, no, no. you, but I just got like this thought, like, here's my attempt to make it go away to some degree. Mm-hmm. If you let someone be who they want to be, it is more likely that they will become who you want them to be also, because they're going mm-hmm. to see the same success by focusing on their interests and getting good at something within the mm-hmm. world. You know what I mean? So Hopefully just, it's just insecurity. Like we were saying about growing up earlier, like there's just Mm -hmm. more insecurity in your life. And if you can like somehow relax and relieve some of that insecurity, you can see like what actions are coming from insecurity versus like sincere care, you know? I don't know. That's that's well said. You should should cut cut that up a little bit. That's that's some Merc shirts right there. I'll be honest with you. Um, (laughs) Just saying. Good. Right there. Make that money. Um, but it's 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 really super interesting because a lot of people really do feel that they're coming out of a place of love when, you know, they, they do these things, they say these things to artists and it really can be um, crippling. You know, we, we have a we have a rule that um, we don't extinguish anyone's flame in, in my household, um, you know. But we also make sure we're looking at every single option and angle that's out there. Uh, you know, yes. you find the thing that, that, you know, and if something piques your interest, you try it for a year. If, you know, you, if mm-hmm. you are bored of it in a year, you can stop. But, you know, if you need it there more, you, you can continue on. Um, that's a great idea. It, 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 it doesn't <laughs> work, but it's fine. Um, oh. it, okay. look, you still have to add it. You have to add in for, for human error and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Yes, but you know, have patience with yourself. That's something I yes. do want to put on merch some days. Have patience with yourself because it's just an important thing to remember. Yeah, and no, it's it's true. It's true, and um, you know that that's why there's some, and also you know to to speak there there are not the these crazy age limits that are only in the entertainment uh, world. Every other place, like you, you could be a, a doctor at like age seventy two, and people are like, yo. That's a dope doctor right there. I can't believe that man yeah. got or that woman or that person got like where they needed to be. You know, it took them till yeah. 72, but like more power to them. But uh, if you're like, I don't know, an artist at 29, everyone's like, I, I know. Yeah. That? When's the time? <laughs> you know, that, did you think, know. what are you going to do for your real job? Um, which yeah. sucks, you know. I know. Yeah, but it's, you know, the thing that we have to remember is that, I mean, it's kind of like a platitude, but you're as young as you feel, you know? So if you're still Mm -hmm. able to dance, you're still able to sing, you're still able to improve your craft or write something meaningful, then you're still a good artist, you know? It doesn't matter if you're 15 or 35, you know? Like, keep doing 
That's definitely true. <laughs> How hard is it to battle to uh, not battle? Um, excuse my words, but uh, balance the consistency. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because one, you got to eat. You got to you know payment. You know everything. Other responsibilities outside of life, kids or people who don't have kids. Just how uh-huh. hard is it just to balance your art form and just everyday life? Personally, for you. Um. Well. Personally, it's not that hard because I like to integrate everything into each other, kind of. And I try to base things on like kind of an emotional scale, like, you know, make sure that I'm relaxed before anything, whether Mm -hmm. it's like work or music or anything like that, because I've like had experience with getting stressed out over things like anytime you can make sure you're relaxed and just keeping things in the back of your mind, like, oh, this thing at work can inspire a song. This thing in music that I learned how to do can help me in work. You know, like the key is probably to integrate things and connect them to each other. So you're not feeling like there's such a staunch, staunch separation and mm-hmm. you're not feeling like they're, they're kind of tug of warring you, you know, like yeah. if you can put them into each other, then it's like you're more relaxed about the whole situation, you know, as a whole rather than like, different parts you know mm-hmm. i can see that you how about you easy i i uh-huh. actually i i was i was snapping along because that's that is the best <laughs> advice I, I you know i have heard someone uh state you know um i i am not too like yes i have like the split personality and the government name but i, I have uh-huh. one life um and i've yeah. chosen to live my life as an artist and that means i eat as an artist I sleep as an artist. I, you know, raise my children as an artist. Um, there is no in between. You know, that means sometimes kids go to recording studios. That means, you know, sometimes, you know, I have to, you know, do a radio show in my bedroom because this is this is to me all part of the art. You know, I, I have discovered that I'm not just a musical artist. I mm-hmm. my art is is kind of living, um, which is dope. Um, yeah, like so accept yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is this is yeah, this is the most self-help good show talk. we've had in a long time. Uh-huh. Uh welcome welcome go. to our um our TED talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Accept but yourself, it, it, have patience, and yeah, yeah, and sorry, well, whatever you were saying. No, 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 no. I, I love your hat, by the way. Patience. Hmm? Yes. I said she I love your hat. Because I've hat been like glancing at it this whole time. I'm sorry, oh, that was is, so off topic. No, it's it's all right, it's fine. But this actually, this is uh, it's Zeta, um, this phenomenal band um, from uh, Argentina. Okay. Uh, they played the State House, but they're also the uh, backup band for the Co-Defendants right now. Chesky's on tour with the Co-Defendants. Um, so I try to represent them as much as possible. If you go back and listen to our show, I will mention the Co-Defendants and how awesome it is at least once to seven times a show um but that's just that's just me and i love oh. them they are they are family they 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 so i will always rep nice. zeta so yes you will cool. introduce so you to them a- welcome to the new crazy family you know oh thank you yeah it's you guys are really nice and cool and friendly so far so thank you very much i would like to continue being friends with both of you the same Thanks. appreciate it hey. right. that's awesome <laughs> High fives, high fives all around. High fives all around. I agree. Oh, see, there you go, there you go. But mm-hmm. um, 
So are you going with the releasing singles or are you going to release a full length album? Or there's actually a new style that, I, that, that I'm starting to, to try to take a look at releasing like a single every two months. And then at the end of the year, releasing the year compilation, which is just all the singles together around like the holiday season. Maybe oh, that's the way okay. about things. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's greatest, I, that, like I've never Am- heard. Amanda Bright's greatest hits of 2023. <laughs> yeah like the pink greatest hits of so far um, yes <laughs> well so far i've been uh just releasing singles but that's only because it takes so long for me to finish music and i've gotten mm-hmm. some good advice from friends who are building their own followings that like it's smartest to like just get people's attention like one thing at a time so that they can't really like lose um interest quickly but I would like to release an album. It's just a matter of like finishing enough work for that to be possible. Um, and so I'm working on, you know, recording whenever my co-producers are available. I like go to the studio and and record something. So soon there will be an album, but for now there will be singles. Yeah. Make, Sorry. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. No, no, that's that's perfect. That, you know, because it's real. At the end of the day, that's a very real state, um, yeah. you know, because there are all those other obstacles that can get in the way and it's best to release it when it's fresh, because it's also kind of when you're most passionate about it. Um, so you're yes. going to push it harder. Um, there have been many times when I'm singing an old song and I'm like, oh, I don't feel this way anymore. And it's mm-hmm. a lot harder to, to sing it. But yeah, I know what you mean for sure. Anyway, now. <laughs> um, one of the other trends, obviously, we can sit here and talk about recorded music all day long and, you know, releasing it for streaming and all that, because that there is an amazing science to the marketing behind that. But a lot of that all is to make sure that you can go play out live, because we do know that that's really how musicians feed ourselves is from playing live and um, hopefully, you know, rocking out the place. What is it like? Yes. What is an Amanda Bright show like for, for those who have never had the glory to be the one? I mean, it's just like a pop show. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you like if you like going to pop music concerts, then you'll probably like this show. It's uh, the music is catchy. I'm you know I try to wear like cool costumes and and dance a little bit. I like to move around on stage and um, yeah, it's just a pop show, you know, with with a little bit more of a, a live music feel maybe if there's a way to differentiate now i i I love how you you definitely are using the term pop and different things like that that's something that i actually love to use but i use it in such a broad way that um i definitely i'm gonna need some more specifics that we're looking at here um (laughs) as per pop to me Uh, pop music is whatever music is on the radio like maroon 5 and eminem are pop music um you know they're completely different genres but they were in popular music in the part much that at any point in time in a certain year, you could turn on that radio and it was going to play on several different radio stations. Um, it was something sure. that was super, super popular and pop music. You're talking about it as more of a specific genre. Can you explain to our listener the genre in which you're, you are talking about? Yeah. Um, well, I guess, I don't know. If you think of like a female artist that like, wears shiny costumes and likes to dance while they sing um, and is kind of like has a very organized uh, set design. And um, I just did this uh, talk show with 
this guy, Caleb Washington, um, called mm-hmm. Summer Jams, and he compared my movements to Britney Spears while I was singing a cover song. Um, so like, I guess just like pop as in when you think of like a pop artist from the last decade or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah, no. So so it's definitely like more towards like the Britney Spears, Aguilera, or um, more like Billy Kay and different things like that. Yeah. Um, and just imagine that they are also inspired by rock music, like 40% more, but <laughs> the, the visuals are the same. You right. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's dope. That's dope. And um, now do you, are you someone who also like does the dance classes and, and different things like that? Or is it just something that's more natural to you? Do you deal with a choreographer um, are you a choreographer that is willing to also, you know, uh-huh. make a little side well, hustle and uh, choreograph- choreographing some videos? Um, well, I would love to. Unfortunately, I'm not a choreographer. I haven't been in dance class for a while. In my mm-hmm. teens, I took a dance class. It was a lot of fun, but I just haven't gotten around to going back since, like, moving out mm-hmm. of my family. Um but I do know a choreographer who recently moved to Florida and I'm trying to get her to choreograph some stuff for me in the near future. It's just a matter of being available at the same time. And uh, I do also have side hustles that aren't choreography, such as session work um, and some like co-producing. So like even tonight, I'm going to be hired to sing back up on someone's recording. Uh, I'm a session singer Um, but yeah to answer your question like more immediately like I'm Mm -hmm. trying to work with a choreographer so stay tuned (laughs) dun 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 but I also love how you you brought up the that's the truth right there when you are a professional artist when you are a professional musician it isn't just the music that you release there's somebody that I talk about on the show all the time Al Pacino Al Pacino does these big budget Hollywood movies so he can do Shakespeare in the park for free. It is that point in time where you can realize how you can use your, your art or the skill that you have developed through your art for a monetary purpose, that then your art can be as free as humanly possible. And I just wanted to applaud you. Thank you. Because you are very focused and very driven about what your sound is and about what the presentation is. And I absolutely respect and love that um thank you so much of course of course but now knowing that you are doing also that work where you can do the the cheesy riff you know vocal riff that that you would never do for your own thing but hey they (laughs) wanted that you know and cool i mean it's not even so much vocal riffs i do harmonies that's like my specialty Mm. like when somebody needs like a nice full like orchestral sound behind them i do like triads i can go like ah and like build up Mm -hmm. the music it's like it becomes part of the production um today i'm like singing along with some lyrics but i'm guessing it's going to be at least a three-part harmony um Mm. but yeah yeah um as you were saying it is a way to like make some extra money as well as get better at singing. Because every time mm-hmm. I do that, it forces me to like actually practice singing that day. And as a result, I'm better for my own music, you know? 
So there you go. <laughs> no, and, and it <laughs> works so great. And, and you know, uh, session work, I remember sitting and talking with uh, Vic Steffens at uh, Horizon Music. Um, and he was saying that there was a horn player. Uh, I believe he was a sax player. And they wanted him just to play a couple, you know, a couple uh, measures. Wasn't going to be much. So he sat down and he's looking, he's looking at what they wanted him to play. He goes, okay, cool. I'm just calculating how much uh, I'm going to charge you per note. Like the dude oh. had that hustle down so much, so well that, you know, yeah. if they wanted him to do something super complicated, he was going to get paid for that. If they wanted him, you know, to do something super easy, he was going to get paid for that. He understood mm -hmm. his worth so well. <laughs> and that is something it's, that us as artists. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, I never, never, I don't know. I'm like a buck 50. I'll do it for a dollar 50. Um, <laughs> can you just go get me a coffee? No, in fact, I'll get the coffee. Do you want a coffee? And then I wind up right. paying for like three coffees. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's rough for me yeah. out there. You know, because you still have those amazing insecurities that help your art, but also destroy you uh, as a human being. Oh, um, yeah. How do you uh, weather point. through that? Uh, weather through insecurities or with yeah. getting paid? Um, <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it definitely, that guy was a great example. It pays to be organized. So maybe I should get more organized about it. Right now, I'm just taking whatever people offer. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I feel like I can handle the project, then I say, yes, you know, as okay. long as I can get a good result, then I become like a trustworthy person to work with. And then mm -hmm. hopefully I'll, you know, as I'm getting more organized, it'll match with opportunities that are more organized coming to me. Uh, and as far as weathering insecurities, I think it goes back to what I said before, which is like, anytime I'm doing something that I consider important, I try to get relaxed beforehand. I try to like, make sure that any nerves I get out, I'll like journal them out. If I need to cry, I'll cry, you know, and I'll just try to like get into a mindset where I'm like enjoying myself and like trying mm -hmm. to just spread kind of a relaxed attitude and be authentic. I don't know mm -hmm. if that like is vague, but I don't know. I try to like make sure that I'm in like I I recalibrate, I reset like into a relaxed mm -hmm. mood before going into something. You know what I mean? No, I I definitely do, and I find it really interesting because in the beginning of the the broadcast, um, you stated that that you don't smoke weed, um, and a lot of people would <laughs> just smoke weed to get to that point. Um, but you actually yes. like facing the emotions that are in your way. I mean, what you're doing is so much healthier, and like high five. But, uh, ow, no, that's going to hurt. I'm going to, I'm going to, no, no, no. <laughs> You're like, I, I can't have just feelings. thinking about that makes me want to smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. I, I, I can't, I can't have feelings. I can't feel those feelings before I have to work. Are you kidding me? That's uh, what live yeah. shows are for. That's what live shows are for. I have full uh, emotional breakdowns during live shows. That's so much better Well, then for it's me. probably very entertaining and I recommend your shows. <laughs> oh yes um but you know sans all that what is the next step like what what is the next level for you and how have you already started walking down that path other than trying to get as organized as possible because we cleared that yes um well my next step is just doing more publicity and spending more time recording like i've been very happy like with the fact that lately i've been in studios a lot 
And mm -hmm. that includes your show today. The fact that mm -hmm. I was able to like follow up with you and book the show. Um, and I'm just trying to book more things. So I guess the next step is that you're going to see me on more interviews and hear more, more of my songs because they're finally getting finished. So I'm going to like release them over the summer. Um, my next song comes out tomorrow. I'm premiering it on a radio show called The Lovelace Music Experience. And it's called The Rest of Your Life. After that, there's a song called The Best Way. But you'll you'll see more when that is ready to be released. So mm -hmm. there you go. You are on mute, sir. You are 100% on mute. On WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. We got the great Amanda Bright with us. Go ahead, EZ. No, it, it's, it, that is, you are very focused, and, and I, I absolutely love that that energy um, that, that you have you. moving forward. Um, I think, I think Thank it's, you, it's new. <laughs> Well, no word. I appreciate it. But see, now here's here's where I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here and give you just that little nugget. What about TikTok? What about TikTok? I am hesitant about TikTok because I have friends that are skeptical about the company. Um, mm -hmm. I want to make sure that since I'm a new artist and no one knows who mm -hmm. I am, so nothing is at stake yet, I want to make sure that I don't get into anything that I'm going to disagree with. Um, in terms of like, if I'm going to like agree with the company and its practices or whatever, I need to research things before I get into them. So if you see me on TikTok, it means that I've taken a little bit more time to either convince myself emotionally to do it anyway, mm -hmm. or that I've researched and found that it's okay. Um, okay. I don't know anything bad about it yet. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that there are people that are skeptical. Therefore, mm -hmm. I'm skeptical for now. So I need to like research it before going into it. And well, that's, Instagram that's... I'm on because I was on it before I knew about any of that stuff and just yeah. never deleted my account. So Sorry, what were you well, going to say? Uh, no, 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 no. I said that's that's actually extremely reasonable because it is super important to understand what you're attaching your brand to. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, there are also in this industry, especially in this industry, um, to quote the amazing Hunter S. Thompson, you know, this industry is full of liars, cheats, thieves, pimps, prostitutes, johns, and drug addicts. And there's mm -hmm. a bad side too. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, you know, it's what we call those necessary evils. And right now, it, the way the industry is right now, if you are not taking full advantage of social media as an artist, um, mm -hmm. you will fail. You will I mean, fail. it could also be um, a way to stand out. Hmm? I mean, not in, a, not, in a stream, not in a streaming world. I, I ju I'm, just, I'm just being uh, real with you. In a streaming yeah, yeah, world, yeah. because here's the other thing that, that, that those friends aren't really talking about either. Um, if you have a song that's released, you've already gone through that, that um, you've already gone through all of that type of um, stuff. So everything has been copyrighted and all the rights are going to the right place. A spin on TikTok mm -hmm. is also a stream. If you oh. can get your sound trending, you're making money off of that. Yeah. See wow. what I'm saying? Okay. If you do like a whole bunch of TikTok videos and have your music as the background, you're going to make money. Wow. Plus now okay. you're well, bringing that, it out I to a much bigger audience. That is a few points towards convincing me. I have to say that because yeah. I didn't know that like streams counted as streams. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
that videos yeah. count as. And, in fact, you, you could actually go through, like if you jumped on TikTok, you can go through sounds and type in an artist and it'll be the same picture you see at any other streaming aspect. It'll be that, uh, that cover art for that yeah. single. Okay. Um, well, that's so a good point. It, and not only that, but Instagram is super important. You know, I find going live on either TikTok or Instagram, it's a way to generate, you know, more people to come and take a look and have conversations. Like starting next week, I'm going to be doing a TikTok live where I'm just listening to records uh, during the day. You know, yeah. I'm just going to pick one, one record that I have. And I have a lot of like independent artist records. And I'm just going to sit and listen to it. And I'm going to talk to whoever jumps up on the thing. And if they want to, you know, pick a fight, they'll pick a fight. They'll lose. Um, you know, but it's fine, you know, and if they want to sit and talk about how amazing things are, I'm going to do that too, you know, because it's just a real moment, but this is another way that I can use these different type of platforms to highlight independent artists and to highlight, you know, the amazingness of vinyl and to be able to really support a local artist that released that took that extra $3,000 and pressed that vinyl, you know, yeah. believed in their stuff that much that they did that. I'm going to try to highlight them as much as possible. Yeah, so I am a big advocate for social media and using social media correctly. Uh, that being said, it's also a toxic wasteland. Um, and don't read the comments. <laughs> Never stay okay. out of the comment section. Stay out of, right, right, Prestige, stay out of the comments. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Stay, yeah. stay out of it. Yeah, you know, I've heard that um, many times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the art is subjective and everyone loves to hide behind the screen. So, you know, yeah. they, they don't necessarily get to say these things to people's faces. Um, right. I, yeah, I just just like to, like to to put it out there, but I do I do one hundred percent believe in how important it is, and I think with your personality and with your message and the fact that you are very grounded in more of the traditional form of pop music, um, I feel like it would it's something that you would benefit from. Um, Thank you, know. you. Okay. And if you want, we can sit and talk. Uh, we'll go get some coffee. Um, I like coffee. Yeah. Um, I, we I need love coffee, coffee at coffee. Too. You know, you know, get coffee at coffee, uh, phenomenal <laughs> place right there. And uh, okay. I can, I can, I can break it out, break it down for you on like what you should do and how you can do Absolutely. it. Um, that would be really helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. Of course, of course, no okay. problem. Now, but unfortunately, they are pulling the Apollo curtain on us right now, and uh, we have to start wrapping it up because we also want to hear your amazing song at the end of the show. But it's called Wherever You Go. Well, we're almost there. Almost. Don't <laughs> jump the ship, Dart. We're good. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> first, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, how they can listen to your music, how they can look you up, how they can find a live show. How do they get um, deeper into the amazingness that is Amanda Bright? Okay. Well, my Instagram handle is amanda.bright, B-R-I-T-E, dot music. I'm on there a lot. So you can message me through there as well as like, look for updates on what I'm doing. Um, I'm on Facebook too. I have a Facebook page, artist page, Amanda Bright, B-R-I-T-E. It's a picture of me climbing a tree and some flowers as the banner for now. Um, and, uh, and uh, if you want to uh, hire me for session work, uh, definitely direct message me and I'll give you my email for that. Um, as far as where you can find my music. I'm going to be on the Tom Lovelace experience tomorrow. I'm on this show today. Um, I'm going to be on Summer Jams, uh, which I think is premiering sometime next month. And my new song, uh, The Rest of Your Life, comes out tomorrow on all streaming. Uh, my songs, Wherever You Go and The Wrong Direction, are out already. 
uh, Wherever You Go is the song we're playing today. And it has an image with a train track and like a loop uh, at the back by some mountains, if you want to find it. So there you go. <laughs> Thank now, you for, um, yeah. Of course. Any, any, advi any advice for, for, for the up and comer right, coming right behind you? Real quick. Um, accept yourself, be patient with yourself. Um, you know, always try to improve. Um, don't let somebody tell you their way of trying to improve. Uh, and, um, and don't be afraid to feel your emotions because I think that will give you the best work and it'll make you more prepared for the attention that you'll get in the future. Word. That's awesome. Well, we wanted to go ahead. No, sorry. No. I'm just saying thank go you for, for saying that you like my answer. <laughs> That's all. awesome. And we thank you, Amanda, on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Let's get this straight, baby Born and raised, baby Only to be there for everyone else Well, if that's so, baby Then you should know, baby That creature would never retreat into itself When the conversation's over and they all disappear you still think that you're made to follow and say that you'll be here Then when you go, wherever you go Wouldn't you think you shouldn't be alone? And when you go, wherever you go Wouldn't you know you shouldn't be